With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Alan, I'm a big fan, but we don't do intros. We do always start off our live streams with a dynasty trade, however. So let's go 12-team Superflex PPR 1.75 tight end premium start 10. Are you going T. Higgins or a playoff 24 first and 25 second? Can, I, ahead, now, can I acknowledge that no intros needs to be a thing, right? Yeah. You are, well, I'm sure we'll talk about this, but, and I will talk about this trade, but I have pounded to my colleagues over at Rotowire, stop with the welcome to the, this podcast and then repeating it six times and then asking them how the weather, weather in Cincinnati is. Yeah. No, not necessary. Thank you. And I'm going to use this as an example. Well, T. Higgins, man. You. Yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> T. Higgins, this all depends on how you feel about T. Higgins. Right? It, it, he's now becoming a polarizing player, right? I mean, there was a, a year ago, People were pushing each other out of the way to get him on their dynasty startup team. And now sure. nobody wants him. I'm on the side where I want out. I want out. I would do it for a single first at this point and take a and take a roll, even though that's cheap. So I'm on the side where I want picks. I want out of T. Higgins. I mean, I don't even think he can get this deal. But if somebody wants to give me Tank Dell, it's not happening, right? At this point. I mean, T. Higgins has got to be what yeah, it's. It's close. It's probably close. You know, Tank Tank Delve has more juice in the market right now. But so so what's the reason why you're you're an atomic sell on him? What what's the narrative you have in your mind in terms of what's going to happen with him in the offseason? Right. Well, I, I'm under the assumption that he's not coming back this year and wants to get the full like Jake uh, Browning experience, right? He's a free agent. He's gonna go into the market. The people are gonna be paying attention to how he did down the stretch here. I mean, that, that could have, that right. could swing your negotiation millions of dollars, multiple years, wide receivers and quarterbacks are the only team, uh, the only players that get these multi, these true multi-year contracts. Now, of course he can get slapped with the tag, which is, it could happen. And then sure. he's back in a similar situation, but he's, he's the one B and now he's, he's piling up some injury concerns. Um, I just think that he's going to have a depressed value once the season's over and these picks will be more valuable than him trying to like, you know, what's dynasty It's trying to predict what's going to happen in six and 18 yeah. months from now. Right. So I am predicting in my head, I will take the the chance that T Higgins is not as valuable. I mean, he'd have to end up in a, in an unbelievable, what's the best spot he can end up in free agency where you're like, Oh my God, he's wide receiver 11. Yeah, overall. We, we were talking about this last night and honestly, Carolina would be an interesting spot because yeah, it's, it's kind of a gross team, but he would walk right into like Adam Thielen's 30% target share. And he's, he's less crusty than Adam Thielen is. But so that obviously the chargers, they, they could use a uh, wide receiver, right? Did they draft one last year? Yeah. 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 
Yeah, that's a, charges is crowded, right? Yeah, the Carolina one I could see it, but he would have to like be like, I'm going into a terrible team and I'm just going to get paid. Which, by the way, nothing wrong with that. I'm all about selling out. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Do your thing. No. So let's uh let's get started with the with the content creation talk. So this is kind of the the first run of Dynasty Creator is what we're calling it for now. I had been calling it Dynasty Different, but that just ended up being a collaboration show where we just talk Dynasty, but this we both better. are passionate. Yeah, we're both passionate about content creation. I want to hear about you first. We're going to do some cool stuff going into the Trades in 5 analytics and talk about, you know, audience retention data and stuff like that. Keep it pretty high level. We'll get more into the weeds on, on a second show. But, Alan, you're the man. Been a big fan for a long time. We're a big fan of your show. Apparently, you like ours as well. But talk talk about yourself, man. We all like talking about ourselves, right? That's that's heavy sarcasm. But tell me <laughs> tell me your story. How'd you get to where you are now, man? And, and by the way, I'm not only am I a fan of Dynasty Trades and what you've created over there. And let's make no mistake, you've created something, right? You get you brought something to the marketplace that wasn't there before. I, it's appointment viewing for me, like you know, like I I'm Thank there you. when it goes live. So. Just like you, man, I, you know, I, I worked a, a, a regular job and then um, I was doing podcasts for like my leagues, right? Like going back like eight years ago, seven years yeah. ago. And, you know, people like them because I'm talking about their team. I didn't crap on them too much. And then, you know, I was writing my rankings on message boards and just, you know, just getting that, that you know, I, I was at my cubicle uh, when I lived in New York, just more, I think like 90% of my day was just going through my dynasty teams. I barely did any work once in a while. I would pretend like I was doing something just like sure. everybody. I mean, this, this sounds familiar, right? I mean, this oh, is for sure. 100%. Yeah. So nothing unique there. <laughs> I was a caller on the radio show, Rotowire's radio show. I'd call in all the time. I would call in with bits, not just like, Hey, uh, who should I start this guy or this guy? I'd call in with like this fun little bits. And then I became yeah. like a regular you became, caller. Yeah. Yeah a regular caller to their show. I wouldn't call every week, but you know, every few months, Oh, this guy's on the phone. He's got a creative bit. So that's how I got my in with Rotowire. But before that, I would also call into, do you, uh, you're aware of the, of the dynasty focus company roster watch roster watch. I've heard of it. I've yeah. heard of it there. Are, yeah. There are a lot of companies that sound similar, but yes, yes. Yep, roster yep. watch I've heard about. Yeah. So, so rewinding a little bit, uh, I'm sorry. I went a little too fast and I'll be brief here is that I, I had a buddy uh, of mine that I went to college with that started a DFS company about 10 years ago called, called DFS army. Right. He actually was on the, the draft that we did together on Sirius XM, you and I clay. Yeah, the other day, and yep. then, yeah. So he would have me, uh, he'd, he'd give me a small amount of money to write some articles to, uh, to go into his discord and answer all the start sick questions. And that was about maybe six years ago, five years ago, which parlayed into working for roster watch, writing about three articles a week, doing some videos, terrible videos, by the way. And then they got better after a while. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever looked at some of your old videos, clay? Oh, oh yes. Oh yes. And I, and I did before tonight too. So yeah, it's, it's fun to do a little gross, but pretty fun. You get the douche chills, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's bad. And I'm actually in a bad lighting situation today. I'm down in my basement. Don't no. like it down here. I've got my office dialed in upstairs, but it's, uh, it's going to be a little late. So for marriage sustainability purposes, I'm down in the basement recording tonight. Clay, you look um, sec you look sexy tonight in this lighting. <laughs> tell you, yeah, I'm tell very hot. Clay's a hot guy in this lighting. Are you? Oh, um, so wait, is, um, now you see this is how this is what happens. We start getting off track this here. Is what yeah, are you? Uh, when you, I've seen your office. Are you going to start like making it very podcasty? No, I mean it, it's it's super small for one. 
but I, I got it dialed in in terms of making the background darker to kind of, you know, frame me in a little mm -hmm. bit. Got a banner up there, but it's uh, I'm going to take a picture and, and put it on the uh, on the overlay somehow. But you got to see my my setup and everybody <laughs> has their own unique ones. You've got like the, the killer mic arm and stuff. Mm. My laptop is right now resting on a couple puzzles, a Monopoly box and a Scrabble box or something like that. So my laptop, which is my which is my camera. So yeah, that, we, we that... do it big here. That builds yeah. character, though. That builds yes. character. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, before you get right. I mean, look, I'm in basically this is my podcast studio, but it's just a couple, you know, colored lights. And I put a, a fake tree behind me here, you know? Yeah, and yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it, it looks somehow, good. Yeah, you make it work. You know, it looks like uh, I call it the Playboy Lounge, you know, in here. There you go. That, or the uh, Champagne Room is a better uh, way to. Uh, <laughs> so long short was just out there just doing it for fun. Uh, roster watch hired me to do some articles and some videos for them just as, as I was still working, you know, so I'm doing it like, uh, as a side hustle. And then, um, you know, I would put together all that video content that I did and I would go around to all the big sites. I looked at football guys. I looked at, uh, uh Rotowire. I was, I was just like seeing what they were up to. And what I noticed was Rotowire just didn't, their, their YouTube page was, it was non-existent. It was like, you know, just what a, a bad YouTube page looks like. I love the brand. I love the company. I love all the personalities. And I was a caller to the show. So I sent everything there, said, hey, I could do this. And, the, you know, do all the YouTube things and the content. And they said, no, said, we don't need anybody. We're not interested in this. Yeah. And a year went by. So I continued to work for, you know, Roster Watch and do a little bit for DFS Army and just kind of, you know, saying like, hey. Did you continue to call in? Did you continue to call All the in? time. All oh, the yeah, time. With, with your bits still? And yeah. All? Oh, yeah, the, yeah. I did like a year-end. like you know. on brand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I love doing it. You know, it's, it, and I said, hey, if you ever need anybody, this is what I could do. And then, uh, you know, long short was a, a year later. This is right before the pandemic. Uh, they said, hey, well, let's try this out for a three-month thing. We'll, you know, we'll give you a small amount of money to do a three-month right. thing. And I was able to take the YouTube page from, you know, from, I think it had like 300 to like 3,000 pretty quick. And yeah, then 3,000 to 10. Yeah. And then before you know it, I was helping people. I, I redesigned their whole like workflow with podcasts and StreamYard, all the stuff that right now seems like, yeah, this is like what we do. But yeah, pre-pandemic, not a lot of people knew about the StreamYard and things like that. And that's that's true no that's definitely true and i, I guess before we get into i'm, I'm gonna pull up some some graphics and stuff on my end and we'll look we'll look at trades in five i'm, I'm looking forward to, to showing under the hood a bit but uh what was i gonna ask you freaking what, what were you just talking about i literally uh, just lost my train of thought about how building youtube uh, when I was at when Rotowire, I sent yes, them a whole bunch yes. of stuff. Good Lord. It's funny when I was on with Alan at the uh, at, at the first time I, I was on him uh, with him in Sirius. I totally drew a blank. And, but Alan's a host, so he was able to pick me back up. No, but I was going to ask you, what is your favorite? <laughs> what's your favorite thing to do? Is it graphic design? Is it video work? Is it talking on Sirius? What is your what's your stick? Uh, so if I it depends like what day it is, how, what month it is like there's, I go on like a rampage yeah. of like thumbnail design. I'm like, this yeah. is all I want to do. I don't want to do any content on air. And then I'm like, okay, I've kind of exhausted that. And I'm like, all right, give me as many radio shifts as you want to give me. You know what I'm saying? Or give me. A, so yeah. at the end of the day, I like what you do. I like talking to people. I like bringing 
people from all over fantasy football and content creation onto my podcast, onto the radio show, and just finding out about them. So I love talking to people. So video work, you know, editing comes along with that. It's fun when you make a nice TikTok and it, and it cuts well and it does well and all these vanity metrics that we jump up around, jump up sure. and down and high five each other over. That's fun too. And I'm telling you, I haven't done a lot of writing in the last year and a half, but I used to love it, man. 500 word art. Yeah. Love it. Love it. I mean, and that was, that was my first love of this thing. You know, I've been, Rotowire has been around for 25 years. They were a written thing first that really didn't focus on video until I came along and, you know, kind of, they were already doing some sure. video, but really try to push that uh, thing. So favorite is just talking to people, hosting a podcast or a radio show. How about you, man? What, what's your uh, favorite thing that you do here? Is it because you do all the same uh, crap too? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's obviously being being on with Shane and Scott is a treat, and we have so much fun on our Tuesday live streams. Like that, like that will never ever go away. Our, our Tuesday live streams, yeah, we'll we'll bump them every once in a while to a Wednesday, but that's our rock, right? But my favorite thing to do, honestly, has become like producing videos. So Shane and Scott will record a mannequin chill in Streamyard. My steps are I go in there or excuse me, I tell my editor, Liam, who's the man to go in. Hey, there's a mannequin chill there for you. So he does an initial cleanup just of the, you know, ums and all of that good stuff. Oh. And he, he does and himself go, manually, though. He's cut. He, he's cutting yeah, up. yeah, he does. He's ultra fast. I used wow. to do all of this on my own. And I was super slow, like the opposite. Is that the opposite of ultra slow? Um, but yeah so so i send it to him he does an initial cut we go back and forth maybe a couple times but my favorite part is going from okay so you got shane and scott right here mm -hmm. when scott's talking you do a little bit of just solo him and then after seven seconds you do like a slight zoom in with his window just to to reset the the screen you know and then go over to shane and then show them together so it's like the production of where it's almost like they're sitting in a room with one mm -hmm. another so the production stuff is is my favorite. It's yeah. creating that multi-camera shoot, but just by the editing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's yeah. the easy way of, of putting it there, uh, there, Mr. Allen. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to switch this overlay around here. Let's see if I can do this properly. Okay, so let's just show a high-level look. At the uh, at the analytics of trades in five. So, Alan, we just celebrated our two year anniversary. It was like October sixteenth or something like that. Yeah, thank you, man. Happy yeah. anniversary. Happy yeah, anniversary. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we did a uh, we did a five hour super stream on the anniversary day, so that was cool. But let's let's pull this up here. Go ahead. It looks like it it fits on the overlay. So. You see the estimated revenue there. I just left it up, man. I, I just left it up. It's not a ton of money that you make as a as a content creator when it comes right. to what you're getting from Google AdSense. There's a super chat money in there. And I've got two co-hosts, right? Yep. So this obviously is not the main source of our income, but it just shows you like, unless you're one of these folks who's, you know, Mr. Beast who's setting out a, a video of this getting tens of millions. Yeah, you can make a stupid amount of money on AdSense. But anyway, yeah. so well, can I can I jump? I just want to add yeah, tag to what you said. Yeah, the the YouTube revenue, the 850 bucks there, that is just the gravy. What you're doing is you're really trying to build the platform here. Exactly. So you can create products, so you can, you know, build sponsorships, so you can build credibility. Yeah, I mean, exactly. this no one's gonna survive on just youtube revenue like you said ex with the exception of you know these super creators but 
it, what you're building here is really just sort of like a launch point. It's like a home base for all the other uh, monetary opportunities. Exactly. Exactly. I, I like to call our YouTube channel like the, the machine that we built. So you can see there, though, uh, in terms of views, and this is all over the last 28 days. So when I pull out my phone and I look at the YouTube Studio app, this is what I'm looking at several times a day. Hmm. So I'll pull I'll pull down and see if that subscriber number you know goes up by, by a tick here and there. But I'll point out a couple of things is so to be monetized on YouTube, it's 1000 subscribers and 4000 hours of watch time. Now, oftentimes it's easier to get the subscriber number. It's the watch time that's tricky for us. We didn't start doing live streams for a while. We were actually just very short form five minute mm -hmm. trade shows. So the watch time wasn't immediately huge, but you look at it now over the last 28 days, 32,000 hours of watch time. And I, I just think of Shane when I see this in the bottom right corner, lifetime of the channel, 585,000 hours of people watching me, Shane and Scott, which is just comical. So sick. So and 2 sick. million views. Yeah, it's it's really it's really cool. So and then the last thing I'll point to is on the the views thing there, 28 days saying my hard work paid off. Uh, 41% more views than usual over the last 28 days. We just did it. We just did a few more shows. We just did. I mean, it's just volume essentially gave us a lot more, a uh, lot more reach and views. Yeah. So what I was going to say is that it is, it's great that you look at the analytics, but for anyone and you know how I, you know, how I promoted this podcast, as I said, anyone that's either looking to get into this or to podcasting, it doesn't have to be about fantasy football or that just likes the grind of the grow which uh, what Clay is doing is very unhealthy mentally. <laughs> oh, for sure. For yeah. Sure. Do not check it every day. I mean, you can't cause I do the same thing too, but it's just better just to put out that stuff that you love. Right. And just keep doing it and then let the chips fall away. way. Because as you know, there's going to be dips and there's going to be down. For sure. Right. And you just have to like, you can't let the highs get too high and the lows get too low with this content creation. But that said, you have to be very proud of what you built there. And I, I like that, how you position it. You said there's 2 million hours of people watching the, us three knuckleheads. Right. I, I <laughs> yeah. love that. I, I love that. You yeah. can't believe it. It, it. That, that, well, listen, you're proud of this. You built, you birthed it. For sure. For sure. And the focus the whole time has been content and community. Those are our two pillars, you know, always right off the bat, just engaging with the community and, and it's genuine. We're not, we're not uh what is it? Fantasy broads. We're in the trenches with our, with our viewers. We have 53 people in here hanging out, looking at, uh looking at analytics of this channel. So that's cool in and of itself. So I love this uh, part of the audience um, analytics, excuse me. I don't even need to, to look at this anymore, but it's just kind of cool in terms of a heat map as to when our viewers are online or on YouTube. And obviously you can see there the darker purple is the higher amount of viewers on there. So you would look at that and let's look at Monday, for example, after 12 p.m. You see it starts getting a little, it starts ramping up right there. Mm -hmm. What's interesting is, is the analytics in YouTube Studio. It says that the best time to launch a video is actually more like three o'clock for me because it's, excuse me. This seltzer water, this bubbly man. Yeah, it was on like that's, a good deal. But it's tastes like syrup. Tastes like that's that stuff is gross, man. It's in, ineffective. <laughs> it's bad, immediately regret this decision. No, but so it says like three o'clock, and, and I get it. Like that's the peak time, but I like to put it up a couple hours before that. I like to drop videos on YouTube around the 10, 10 to eleven mark because I want it to you know be there when people get online. Yes, 
there yes. there is something too it, and youtube has a has a little blurb like the posting time is not known to affect the long-term performance of your video that's pretty much the words but there is something to be said for what's called view velocity so if your video gets legs right off the bat so youtube is going to send mm -hmm. out your video to a batch of your subscribers or to 20 percent right 10 to 20 yeah. percent yeah right and and it gauges feedback on that and then we'll push it out more and more but it is good to have that initial view velocity so not only just hitting upload and publish on youtube but then you've got the tweet ready you're going to shoot out the tweet you're trying to get as much traffic onto onto youtube as you can at that time and, Although, if, and if it's a good video it it, it takes off and then you yeah. watch the rankings one out of ten two out of ten you know what i'm talking about alan mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah but here's my question for you so you're talking about like tweeting out the YouTube link to just to get it as many places as you can. I mean, with right. the new, with what Twitter's doing though, they are, I know you hear like the algorithm. We're going to talk a lot about the algorithm, right? And, and, right. and your fight against the algorithm. Um, <laughs> I, I think that at, I look at some of the conversions, like when I put out a YouTube link on Twitter, there's not a lot of people coming over through there. Right. I mean, I, I yeah. believe that Twitter is suppressing uh, external links, but even then, like think about your behavior. Right. And you, whoever's listening to this, right? I see Shane's in there. And is that Shane's last name? Is it Manila? Shane Manila? Yes. Yes, it is. It's not what I thought his name was. I thought it would be Shane Hugots. And, you know? and it's with one, one and one L. It's like, got, yeah, I got to yeah. get, uh, I got to get Shane over to Rotowire. I've had Scott on. I've had you on. I got to get him on. So, oh, it, for sure. This is an open, I'll, I'll reach out to him. Um, <laughs> but I mean, think about your behavior on, uh, on Twitter. Mm -hmm. How many times, and now I'm not talking about curiosity or you want to see what someone else is up to, but as a consumer, how many times are you clicking on an external link to leave, watch the 30 second commercial, skip it, and then watch the video? Few exceptions, right? Most part, sure. you're, you're watching whatever's embedded on Twitter and you're scrolling through. So I'm not saying don't do that, but I've, and, and I still promote all of my YouTube stuff and try to, bring them back over. But I just wonder the effectiveness, the obsessiveness, and I'm trying to like really focus my energy or yeah. figure out new ways. And that's part of this conversation today, Clay. Yeah, I think when, when you were talking about that, I think of a few things, one being just consistency. The fact that we do our live streams at 830 Eastern, like almost every Tuesday, and we consistently drop a mannequin chill on Fridays. I think just the fact that when something's dropped, we attach a tweet to it. We keep the trades in five handle really clean to where it's just like new stuff or giveaways, promos, what have you. But I, I think it's just and maybe it's for me too, Alan. Maybe it's a thing where, hey, this is just my process. And I imagine I'm I'm not an SEO stud by any means, but the more you have the words dynasty trades, <laughs> you know, dynasty trades, dynasty fantasy football with your content and your end links attached, and you've got, you know, your website that's hosting it, there's gotta be something with that. And like, even if it's gotta be some value. Yeah, and even if it's three people that come over, right? I just don't want anyone that's listening that just basically is using Twitter as a promotion to, yeah. to push. Just understand, like think about how you guys talk about dynasty fantasy football on your stream. Winning is the margins. It's getting that extra third round pick, that extra fourth yeah. round pick. So you can later use it to get Gardner Minshew in a spot start at quarterback. That's what the Twitter part is. So I am not saying don't do it. I just want, you know, we're, we're talking to a very broad audience here. So people that have done this and, and really are neck deep in the YouTube game and others that are just, Hey, um, how do I do this all? So, you know, really what I was coming back to is good content wins. You know, you can say, exactly. Hey, I posted 10. 
I do this at 12. There's are little things that can give you that boost. We're going to talk about thumbnails and, and titling, yeah. but good content will be viewed. Bad content will be pushed to the side. Now that doesn't mean all good content viewed and all bad content, <laughs> you know, but yeah, I think that, yes, I like that your process, but I just wanted to outline that. I think focusing on YouTube and just putting out good stuff is really where the, the start middle and the finish of it all. That that's, that's everything. That's everything. If you can get people to click on your, click on your video and that's watch the it the whole way through and uh, it takes some kind of action, commenting, liking, whatever, whatever that conversion is that ask that. Yeah. I mean, YouTube's going to push it out. If people are enjoying it, YouTube, the YouTube algorithm is quite smart. It's going to shoot it out to more people. So one thing that I do love to look at are, uh, are the audience retention graphs on an individual basis. So I'm actually gonna go back to the other screen. Wish I had somebody on the ones and twos who could do it all slick, you know? It's a, yeah. You're talking about like like art design, graphic design? Uh, I mean like being able to like flip and flop between like the different views and Oh stuff no, you're the like producer too. Quickly. And yeah, just so yeah, you know, no, know, just just so you know, this is like porn to Clay and I right here. Just just so you know, like these graphs and these charts, this is, you know. I, I can't stand up from behind this desk right now, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The camera is, <laughs> is changing angles. <laughs> so sure. so this is cool because this is from our latest stream, our Tuesday stream last night. So it was Dynasty Debrief on week 12. And this shows just the initial analytics. I think the coolest thing ever there is that concurrent viewers. We had 400 people who were on there with us the entire time. And, and it's funny because it's it's so it's so tight every time the uh, the range, Alan. It's like anywhere from 390 to like 440 or something. It's like rock solid in that in that low 400. So that's just so cool. But look at the right, the audience retention. You see that. Typically, or I'm sorry, only 35% of people essentially are making it all the way to the end. And you see that it's right good. there at the That's bottom. That's a good number, dude. It, it is. You see right there at the bottom, and you can see on the graph itself too how it's just that drop. 66% of viewers are still watching at around the 30-second mark, which is below typical. So that is classic for our live streams because, for one, they get in there and they're like, oh, this thing is an hour and 30 some odd minutes long and they bounce because we get, as you know, right into a trade. Like, wh why would somebody, if they see the thumbnail and it's about Dynasty Trades and you come in hot with a Dynasty Trade, why are they bouncing? It's because of the length of the video. But this just gives people an idea, like, how much you are losing right off the bat and how key those first 30 seconds are. Yeah. So... Let me show you this one. So a couple of videos, these were, these aren't dynasty videos. So hi, I'm Shane was a, a get to know Shane kind of video. My favorite video I've ever made in my life. 100%. <laughs> so many graphics, so much movement. I could probably, if I could figure out how to do the sound and everything, I could pull it up on here, but look at that audience retention graph. How you it pull is it up is you just so you, flat. You just, you just old, you just upload it into the videos piece, right? And then you could just, if you hit play, it'll over, it'll go over our screen and play. If yeah, you have the MP4, how... yeah, if you, you're in StreamYard. So you just yeah, click. Yeah. So I, I mean, so I've got the video like right here in a, in a video clip. But when I, when I click it, isn't going to be all echoey. Yeah. Or... No, so what you got to do is like, you see on the right hand side in StreamYard, there's like a place to upload videos. If you yes. click on, so if you click the plus button, add it to that. Yep. I did. Okay, and now just play it, and it'll play with the media sound. 
Okay, well, let's and see you, if it doesn't when sound When you click garbage. it, and then you can click it again to stop it. Okay, yeah. Let me know if it's if the volume is uh, bad. Okay. I'll give you a Shane, thumbs up. What, what do you do every day? Just a typical work weekday. Let's do plays today. with his d- in his office, yeah. yells uh, at people. Let's see. I get there about uh, 8.30. to work about 8.30, and then I work. You're um, a morning person, Shane? No, I f-ing hate the morning. Uh, most you have a, Do you have an iced coffee on the way? Yes. I, I have a Dunkin' Donuts that is... 30 seconds away from my apartment. First thing I do is I go get my iced coffee and smoke a cigarette and uh, contemplate my life. And is this really all there is? You have and you have a macro life moment. Every morning. Life every talk morning. with yourself every morning. Every morning. So, so I'll stop there. I'll stop there. But th- there's a million. A I've million seen that parts. video. I've seen it's, that video. It was such an obsession with uh, with the audience retention to keep people on there. Constant movement. We we did a lot. It, it was a lot of work on the captions, like the macro life moment, like that kind of stuff. Just like keeps you on. Um, and there's there's so much hilarious. My editors is amazing, but that's my favorite video I've ever uh, I've ever done. And uh, on the, the one on the right is one about me where I meet Marilyn Mosby, who is very infamous here in Baltimore, Maryland. And I basically was hounding her, telling her, hey, you've got this like consulting business on the side. Like, I don't even want to talk about your criminal aspect. I can make cool TikToks and reels. Anyway, I'd closed her like for like, followed her on Instagram. She followed me, whatever it is. And I made the video and she was not pleased because I called her a criminal at the start of the video. Anyway, look at how cool that audience retention graph is over there on the right. It goes down and then like about halfway through there, it starts going back up. Mm. So there's like a re-engagement and then the spike that you see on the far right, that's when people go back to look at it again. So that part of the video happened to be where it pulled up the profile of Marilyn Mosby, like who who she was. She was a, uh, yeah, I won't, I won't talk too much about it. It's just district attorney here in, in, uh, in Baltimore City, I'm you sorry, were mayor. A, mayor. Yeah, I want to just rewind a second here to you. You know, you were talking about the video that you made with Shane, and now that you played it, I definitely have seen that video. Um, yeah, I think that that is like you just glossed over the fact that there's constant motion. How how many seconds? Let's. What was the total video? Was it about? Was it a fifty? Like a three minute video? Yeah, for for Shane's was was three minutes and. And the one over on uh on the right was like one minute eighteen seconds. Go ahead. Right. So how often are you making something move or t- like when I'm doing a two minute video, I want something every three to five seconds happening. For sure. Whether it's a popped caption, a exactly. You know, and the thing that you did there, like with your B roll, like when you hit the the smashing of the alarm clock, you Groundhog did you, you did something that I, a lot of people use too much B roll. Right. Because B-roll can be interrupting. And what you did was you still have his voice talking while the B-roll was going. Because how many videos do you see like man on the street interviews where they like they're talking to some girl and they'll like ask her a question and she'll say something like shocking. And then they'll cut and they'll show like a a clip of like Kevin Hart going, no, you didn't or something like that. It's like it interrupts. Yeah. You're leaving the video kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And I think so. I think what you did there is you B-rolled over the voice and that's what. Yeah, keeps the viewers connected. I again, this is just nerd stuff that like I connect with, so that's why I brought it to your attention. Can can I scroll when I click on this to start the video again to like speed it up a little bit and go to a different part? Because I I have to uh, here. I'll try. Okay, I'm gonna put this back on. Shane, what what do you do every day? Just a typical work weekday. 
it's not gonna let me do it bummer yep. but people need to go and watch that watch that video for sure yep how um, you doing your captions by the way or has he is he using an auto caption program yeah, he uses an auto caption and then and then does some uh, some adjusting himself. But we started getting to where we really try to vary the size of the captions, not not just the colors. You can tell which is like the stock, like Tic Tac, uh, you know, caption system or whatever. But no, I'm okay, a caption fanatic. That's why I said, are I you? Like, yeah, I experiment with different kinds of crazy captions and what's going to work and why, you know, basically just what catches my attention when I'm thumb scrolling at night, right? Like, oh, so what I'll do is if I like a video, even if it's like on making cupcakes, I mean, that's not a lot of cupcakes, <laughs> but I'll save that video and be like, oh, okay, I'm inspired by this. I want to maybe create a caption for fantasy football like this. Yeah, that's the stuff that keeps people or. And it doesn't have to be cat. It could be what's keeping me engaged in the video. Yeah, it, it's I, I do this little uh, this little series. I have to do a couple more of them, but Dynasty Trades in hindsight, where it's TikTok mm -hmm. and Instagram short, just like one thing we did well when launching a channel, one thing we didn't do well. I've seen I it. To, I like yeah, it. Yeah, I need mm -hmm. to start doing more of that. And hopefully there'll be some stuff to clip from uh from this tonight as well. But I, I just think it's it's so I fun. doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, probably, probably being a little bit, uh, yep. a little bit optimistic there, but that's that'll end up being a different show too. Is is Instagram and TikTok because that is a whole different animal. Well, it all connects. It all connects. It, I mean, you know, like the, the YouTube Shorts is not that that different than Instagram Reels or TikTok. I mean, there are nuances and what works on the platform, but yeah, I, it really leads me into one of the questions I wrote down for you is how like. I'm, I go back and forth on this. YouTube Shorts, for anyone who doesn't know, is a 60-second vertical video. Vertical is like what you get on your mobile device versus you know standard YouTube videos, which is horizontal, straight across the normal YouTube. So what is Dynasty Trades in 5? What, what is your um, Shorts strategy for the channel? Like, How important do you yeah. think it is? Yeah, it's it's funny with Shorts. Uh, and I actually have some some data on that as well. But I was I was slow to get started with YouTube Shorts. Because, and, and this was all in my head, this was all in my head, but I didn't want to bombard our subscribers with notifications constantly. They were getting all these shorts and, and whatnot, but they were working well over on Instagram and TikTok and it's relevant content that's good and well edited. You know, it's stuff that our subscribers would enjoy. It was just me being like fearful. I don't know. I, I got to where I got to where I was testing it. I guess I, I should be fair to myself. I'm learning as I go here. And I kind of like to use Instagram and TikTok as like testing grounds mm. in, in a way. I, You're I a little see more how, protective uh, with YouTube, aren't you? I, I am so protective over our over our hammer, uh hammer babies here on this uh on this channel. Show, show I, it again. I really show the show. show it. Yeah. There we go. So it's just a it's yeah. just a hammer. Yeah. I love it. I love yeah, it. we've got trades in five like hat and stuff too. But um you know, no, I, I thought of an idea for you guys then, right? Like, you know how like people always have these uh this is a product idea you can have it if you want it or you could throw it in the garbage you know people have all these disputes and uh, seeing the hammer made me think of it uh have these disputes in their leagues they should in, in what do you do in real life if you have a dispute you go to court you go to dynasty court and yeah. someone decides so you know that you guys are like a supreme court you're an odd number the number of three and you guys could you know drop either the hammer be, yeah well it would instead of a gavel <laughs> 
yeah, right? Yeah, you have right. the hammer. You would wear the the big wig, you know, whatever it is. The the old school. I'm, I'm like, down. Hey, I'll take more hair. I'll take more hair. If you're to throw <laughs> well, who are you me. talking to? Who are you talking to? <laughs> but what I'm saying is that could be a product. You know, we'll dispute your dynasty lawyer. You know, whatever it is. So anyway, throw that one. I was I just thought of it when I saw the hammer, the gavel. That was the association. Yeah. So so let me uh, let me pull this up. I had a a shorts uh, little thing I created as well. Let me just pop this up. Um, but yeah, so I was doing a ton over on Instagram and TikTok. We still do a lot, like at least, at least one a day, every once in a while we'll miss one, but we'll do two in one day, but posting tons and tons. Well, I decided that I was going to start doing more shorts because for those listening who don't know, one thing that's good about shorts is it pushes it to folks that aren't your subscribers. You're getting reach viewers that don't have as much exposure to your stuff. Sure, they've seen you when they're you know, being suggested your stuff. But anyway, it's a new audience. So it's fresh impressions, essentially. And even though I just started doing it more heavy in the last 30 days, you see here, I mean, the views went up like you know a, a decent amount. The subscribers, only 40 out of our 11,000, whatever it is. But they're working they're they're working driving traffic and i can tell that they are because you always know if somebody's commenting like lol these guys are clowns it's like yeah you're new you're either from tiktok or youtube shorts thanks and, for the engagement but hey but thanks hey, for yeah. the engagement <laughs> thanks thanks for watching we'll, we'll discuss it on our next live stream you should yeah. join 8 30 yeah. you know but shorts was something that is definitely a, a dynasty trades in hindsight thing that i'm going to end up coming up with because I should have gotten started earlier on that. Yeah, I, I shouldn't I, be too mad at myself, but I should have. Yeah, it's it's amazing though because I'll take the same let's call it a forty eight second video and I'll I'll post it on TikTok and then it'll just say explode it'll ten you know for us like you know we we've done videos that go of ten thousand fifty thousand hundred fifty thousand and then yeah. two hundred you know like so you know but we'll do a video just say that does ten thousand views on TikTok that same video. 300 views on youtube right it's just the audience is totally different the experience is. is different and there are little nuances that work on these different platforms and the only way you learn those as a creator is by being on the platform right i mean exactly you know it's uh I, where, by the way I, i'm curious do you guys create any content this is going to sound odd for linkedin at all no no yeah. i mean no none Yep. And the reason I even ask it is because I, I am far from an expert on LinkedIn, but I looked around. There is no fantasy football content. It, on. There's there's an opportunity. There's an yeah. opportunity. I started doing it and I'm just but I'm throwing YouTube content on LinkedIn. Is that it, what you're doing? I'm, I'm I'm doing our live streams, Interesting. right? I'm doing our, I'm, I because on StreamYard for uh, you can connect your LinkedIn and it shows up as a live event. And I start getting people asking us questions like, you know, for, you know, I'll have four live viewers. I mean, you know, we'll have whatever we have on the other platforms, but two live viewers on LinkedIn or somebody that knew me from the past. And I put our product link, you know, for our, our products are draft kits, cheat sheets, things like that in my, in my bio and, you know, the free trial, that's a big thing that Rotowire sells is our free trials or, you yeah. know, gives away. So if people say, you know, I always say, if you like this type of content, go check out our free trial. So again, is it, you were talking about the margins, right? And it's just, yeah. I haven't figured out LinkedIn as far as doing content, but yeah. you know, there's it's, an opportunity. It's, another, there, like it's another spot for sure. It's, it's another spot. And at the very least, again, SEO wise, there, there's something there. I wouldn't want my 
like my LinkedIn connections, I, I guess there's a lot of old digital marketing connections, but tons of like recent medical sales, like connections they and all, stuff. I, I guess it doesn't matter. They, right? all, they all play Dynasty. Yes. <laughs> they all play. Well, you know, right. Well, Dynasty is ne- definitely niche. They down all play fan- fantasy. They all play in 10 team, two receiver leagues, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll see if, uh, I'll see if it's going to let me, I'm going to download one of our, uh, to do one of our shorts too to see if that would play uh decently for us but let's move on to a different topic so alan what what is your what's your biggest struggle with let's go with you youtube content in terms of getting getting views getting more more engagements what, what are you finding the hardest so the difference between what you're doing and what I'm doing is that you're making your own content exclusively, right? And then, you know, when I say your own content, it's your own company and you're you're handling like one or two creators, right? So you, for more or less, you hand, you, I say you handpicked, you, you sought out Scott and Shane because you liked what they did yes. and you're making content that is like, it, it gives you fire in your belly, right? So what I'm doing over at Rotowire is there's, other creators there. And I all think they're very talented, but it's such a wide range of creators and they're, um, they're not as interested in growing YouTube as they are in some of them as like, they're more like writers. They love the YouTube. They Mm -hmm. love the engagement. So I have less creative control. So I'm now into the editing world. So And and it's reflected in the numbers because I, I, you know, I know some of the nuanced things that you do for YouTube and you'll see like, some of their videos that they do, you know, that we're at a certain level. And then like when I'm doing my YouTube nuance things with the creative, like I know, like, for example, titling in the off season, top 10 dynasty running backs that you need to draft, right? Boring title, but we yeah. know it works. Okay. It, you know it, it works. works. It All works. Right. So they'll create a title in which I have to end up going and fixing is like, um, uh, yeah, something that that's not YouTube friendly. So it's working with like 15 or 20 creators on content. That's not maybe necessarily true to me. Yeah. So it's, that's the most difficult thing is trying to get them to be more YouTube centric. Now we started a YouTube channel from zero about six weeks ago. I said, let's, let's niche out, let's niche out fantasy basketball. And okay. we did all I I with the creators that that do fantasy basketball. I always kind of push them to the side because our channel's mostly football, and then we switch over to baseball. The Rotowire yeah. YouTube channel. Yep. And they gave me a commitment that they would follow all of the YouTube things. I said, let's start this from zero. We got it to two thousand quick. The videos were getting ten thousand views, four thousand views. We've leveled okay. off on the live streams that are like fifteen hundred. Sure. So, answer your question directly. It's that the biggest challenge is making people that have done that have that are legacy in this business that to understand new media. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, that was a long answer, but that is that is if you could tell that's been inside of me. Yeah, yeah. No, that's 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 fair. That's fair. And you you have to you have to adapt and it's (laughs) yeah, I I get it. I get it. Yeah, but they're getting better. They're getting better at it, and the channel is reflecting that. How about you? I mean, how about you? Is it um video length for you? Is it I mean, what, what do you got? I, you, there's been no, what's going to get you guys to the next level. What's going to get dynasty trades to find the 50,000 subscribers by the end of next year. We're 
you know, honestly, if we wanted to be that big, I, I think we could be quite larger than we are right now. If we were doing buy, sell rankings type stuff, we will never do that. It's, uh, it doesn't fit the brand at all. It's it, it, it doesn't fit the brand and it doesn't fit us. It's not it's not us. It's not how we play. You know, we're, we're all about strategy and whatnot. And just if we can get our subscribers, our, our listeners, supporters to just think differently think about strategy roster construction then it's a w for us so we could be a lot bigger with that being said if dynasty trades in five if i end up trying to make this more of like or we end up trying to make this more of a network thing that doesn't mean i can't have my hands in in some redraft or some buy sell dynasty content if it's still good content because people want it people want to I mean, it's fair. I, I still have a ton of a uh, ton of respect for everybody who puts out any content, yes, even if it is the clickbaity buy sell. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's, clickbaity. It's getting so. It's not. It, yeah, it's, and it's delivering on what is in the video. Click clickbaity is is misused, but no, but, but yeah. I understand why you said it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, clickbaity is. You know, I was we were jokingly was going to make my next video called the Epstein client list. You know, and then when they get there, we're just talking about fantasy football. You know? That's <laughs> nice. clickbaity, you know? Yes, yes. Back in the day, yeah. Eat, um, you know, I mean, all you have, if you want people to click on your video, all you got to say is uh, 10 ways uh, guaranteed to get you girls or guaranteed to get you a uh, million dollars, you know, like, but right. listen, titling, there, there's a reason why this stuff works, right? Now, at the end of the day, you showed all these analytics, people are going to give you a chance if you have a good title or a title that works, a good thumbnail, but that that only gets you the door. That's the curb appeal, right? When you're buying a house, exactly. and you get inside, and there's paint rotted all over the place, there's dog piss on the floor. <laughs> you're walking right out, right? There has to be yeah. quality content. You can use these. You know, when I do my off season podcast, Clay, uh, you know, I'll, I'll call it top ten running backs. But what it ends up being is just a discussion on running back strategy. How should we? Right. Very, you know, stuff that would warm your heart. And the other thing you said, and I love that you said this about. We don't need to get to 50,000 by next year because we want the right kind of subscribers. The ones that are, we yes. want depth rather than width. I think that's so important. Yes. And, and people get caught up in these vanity metrics. Oh my God, this video only got 300, 500 views. Yeah, but those people, man, they were, they were engaged, you know? So exactly. I, I really love that you said that and you highlighted that. Yeah. And that's, that's a huge, that's always been a big, big, big thing for us is, is being true to our brand, true to ourselves. But just really building a strong organic community, you know, every, like, I think pound for pound, our subs are, are just as strong as anybody's in the space. I mean, mm. I'd, I'd like to think so. Like there, I mean, if you have 400 people who are coming to a Tuesday live stream, graciously, graciously, we love our subs. Um, yeah, we're, we're doing something. Throwing you know, money in the something. tip jar because they love it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, And YouTube takes, YouTube takes 30% of that. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. We, Isn't that we, wild? Um, yeah, I mean, I know it because we put on actually you are the one who taught me about super chats, whether you knew it or not. I didn't know they existed oh, until really? I saw yeah. you doing. It. I was like, oh, OK. And then I was like, let me flip this on. And then, you know, we, we have a bunch of guys that do a great like start. Sit. Now, listen, start sit is a pain in the neck, but it's a service. Right. And if somebody wants yes. to throw two dollars in your tip jar. That's awesome, man. You know, like to get to the front of the line. Right. Just like, listen, yes. back in the day when we would go to bars, if you, you gave the guy 20, he'd zip you right in. Right. To get yeah, you right I'm, in. So if, if you want your question answered and you, you want to throw it on loop for it, then then sure. I super chats are very tricky though. I personally I, I like them. Obviously, it's nice tip money here and there. It buys me a couple hours of, of editing work, like my my cut of Is it. Is it funny but, how you think of it like that now? 
it's it's just so tricky though timing it to where you have to end the live stream we turn our super chats off at 9 15 and we still go through 10 10 p.m with them. it's 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 a good problem to have right i'm talking about first world problems here but at the same time there, there are little things like that which which make content creation not as not as sexy sometimes okay so that you know it's funny you say that. I, my, next thing on my list, I know you put together a list, but I got a list here too for you. Because I, you listen. Oh, I don't have a list. Yeah, I, I don't have a list. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, my, I just wrote the word burnout. Burnout oh, yeah. play. Okay, yeah. you could love this thing all you want, but do you experience burnout? And it's okay if you don't. But how do you work through that burnout? What do you do to take a step back? Like, and explain even like what your burnout is. Like, when do you feel it, and how often? Yeah, yeah. I mean, often. No, it's a, it's a real thing. It's a real thing, no doubt, because you're spending tons of time on, on a video, especially when I was doing more editing, I, I, I let's, I, I pushed it away. It's the best thing I've ever done. You know, I'm, I'm just so particular with, with certain edits, but he's, he's learned my, he's learned my style, mm. but anyway, yeah. Uh, you're doing all this stuff it's not only like the shooting of the video everything after that you know the titles thumbnails mm. but also turning it into short form uh you're making you know different size graphics for different things just all of the distribution that you do after the fact the shooting of it is five percent of it that's the easy part but then once you get out it's the easy part once you get out all the tweets and all the yep. tiktoks and whatnot then it's like okay, let's watch the analytics on this. See see how it did, but <laughs> onto the onto the next one. Yeah. Onto the next one. Like you're glancing at the analytics, you know generally how it's going to do before you fire it out. But but you just go on to the next one. So I'm trying to think. There was a time where where I hit like a wall, and honestly, I was I was still putting out still putting out a show or two a week, and we were still mm. doing the live stream. I could put on a good face, but I was like, there was like two weeks where I was just over it i i couldn't look at any more comments anymore on like tiktok and instagram and, and youtube it was just i was like i can't answer like this this question this trade question right now and yeah yeah yeah, yeah i was they, never gonna quit but it just it got like rough yeah no, it's second. you feel like you're in the eighth round of a boxing max uh, match and you're getting you're taking shots you're taking jabs to the nose and you're like i'm not quitting obviously but i could if the round comes soon enough and I could sit for two, two minutes between rounds, I would be good with that. Yeah. yeah the answering questions. And listen, and it's like, we're complaining like in a sense, but it's a real thing. You know, it's when you do something you love and you have, and you find out like when you start getting like making a business out of it, this is anything. Right? Like, when you, all these, all chefs that work in uh, executive chefs and restaurant used to love cooking for their friends at the holidays. Right. That's when it was like yeah. fun. And then yeah. when it starts yeah. becoming a grind, they're like, oh, my God, uh, this is I, I just I can't be working six and a half days a week anymore doing this stuff. So I was it's just refreshing for me to hear that someone like you who's who's putting it, it, your passion just comes through the screen. I mean, you know, and that's awesome. with this, with with when you're working with the guys, with Shane and Scott mm -hmm. and to hear that you go through that, too, is comforting to me. You know, not because you're miserable, yeah. but because, you know, because I feel that <laughs> yeah, misery yeah. as well sometimes. Yeah. And if you search on YouTube for uh, for burnout tips and stuff, there's millions of videos on that. That's for sure. Let's let's share my screen. Let's see if it, it'll it be a de decent uh, view here. You see it fine. How do we look in terms of that? Uh, it's so small, isn't it? Well, what I do is I just click on the bottom right and blow it up full screen. Do you have to do that on StreamYard like that? 
I mean, you it's free. No, I'm talking about you. Like you can, there's like a little on the bottom right. If you hover, yeah. there's like a little four, like an expand button. If you yeah. do that on your screen, you could see it. For whatever, for whatever reason, it's um, it's just not showing up big oh, enough screen there. I, What's the story I, there? Also, what you could do is on the bottom. You see, like I don't have it on mine, but there's like a whole bunch of formats where you yeah have, yeah put the no the two little ones. We're on the bottom. Two there's like one. There's one where there's one where no, we're on the side. There's one where we're on like the bottom. <laughs> Let's see if I didn't. Let's see if I didn't already delete that one at some point. Yeah, yeah. We've got we've got custom formats and stuff. We'll keep we'll keep it here for a second. But I just wanted oh, to scroll. I just wanted to scroll here and just show there are the bones of of the of the channel that you do have to pay attention to. This welcome to our channel. We focus on three forms of content. If you cl click in here, this is absolute garbage. It's it's total garbage. It needs to be updated. Mm. With that being said, there are some links and stuff that I that I tightened up the other day, which is nice. So you have all the opportunities to be able to convert people what? when they come to your channel. Pause there. Pause there for a second, right? So yeah. what's it called? We're just helping each other. We're going to talk with a create uh, with a critical but creative sort of thing. Yeah, let's do it. So. Someone once told me that anything, uh, you know, you know, Scott Pianowski over at uh, yeah. Yahoo. Yeah. He was on yeah. our, our draft the other day. Yeah. He said anything. He said that an editor once told him anything you could say in 13 words, you could probably say it better in nine words. Right. So yeah. just even like the welcome to our channel. Get rid of it. Get exactly. rid of it. No, exactly. you're not. You know, just we focus on because because that's what you do. That's the core of what you guys do. You focus on three forms of content. Yeah, yeah, I would totally exactly get rid of get rid of that. Right. Um, in terms of the setup for for YouTube too, just folks out here, if there's anybody in the crowd who's got a small channel and they just are considering the bones of it, you want you can uh, you can tweak and customize what you want to be uh, up top, like what's above the fold, below the fold. So videos, live streams, and then shorts. If you do a lot of short form content, you can have the shorts up at the top. But for us, I like to have it videos, streams, and then our shorts down here. And you can see we we do pretty well in terms of in terms of the views on shorts. Now, what that would be over on the TikTok machine is probably more in the eight to ten thousand view range. Uh, and then on Instagram, a little bit more than YouTube shorts. But anyway, there's a look at that. Let me ask you this. Alan. I love that I love that you guys don't over kill the the front the homepage with the million playlists i think you do it perfectly no. you have it done god you were about to ask me something i interrupted yeah no you're good so i i do have i do have playlists and but i was going to ask you if i go over to live here you're you're a thumbnail guy mm -hmm. what is i can't stand our my thumbnails they're terrible i actually like the one for for tonight i think that turned out fine but i mean when you look at this channel like, what are your thoughts? I love to be creative. Okay. Why does, them. why does Dynasty School stand out? Why does roster review stand? Because less is more, right? I, yeah. I like, I think you're being harsh on yourself with, with critiquing your thumbnails is hard to mm -hmm. do, but I think that you need to be um, one to three words max on a thumbnail, right? So this is how I think of thumbnails. Thumbnail is the thing that catches your eye and the thumbnail draws you to the title. Those things usually shouldn't say the same thing. Like you shouldn't say like, so yeah, you, have, you don't need to. Right, 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 right. So um, I like your thumbnails, but I think like you said, less is more, right? You, mm -hmm. Instead of having two players, maybe you have one player, 
but one big yeah. player. Like, look at the one you have with Ron right there, right? It's very, yeah. si it's very simple, right? It's Ron's avatar, and you have the Dynasty trades in five. Now, you already agreed that Dynasty different doesn't really tell you what you're about to see, right? That's just kind yeah. of like t the show on there. So um, I like putting like uh, some sort of action word on the thumbnails. Mm -hmm. And by the way, like I said, I, I think you're harsh on yourself about saying you don't like your thumbnails, but it's a process you go through, right? It's, uh, it and yeah, I mean, you're putting like the branding on there. That's what the playlists are for. So I guess if I was to give you constructive criticism, which again, you know, this is a process that we all go through is limit yourself to one to three mm -hmm. elements total. And it's hard. I I hate the mannequin show ones. I, I I'm gonna do a total like today. I was messing around with with graphic design stuff for like three hours. Like wait, like spent way too much time doing thumbnail type stuff. But I need to just get after it with the mannequin show thumbnails. I can't stand it. The the chill. I've got like some cheesy uh, icicle action that I mm -hmm. put on there. I don't <laughs> mind that, it. Uh, it makes sense. You know, so it's, it's okay and whatever at the end of the day again it's all about the the content itself right right but, but no wait this is an important piece though because this is how you get new this is how you get discoverability right and i i think mm -hmm. that you you'll look at your thumbnails from a year ago and you'll cringe right but that's good you want to do yeah. it because that means you've grown right if you're looking back yes. at your thumbnails from a year ago like oh that's what i do now you haven't grown and um look at yeah, this one alan what, what do you think about that one we traded services this is my uh, my third favorite video I've ever done. This one's about this one's about me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, me obviously... trying to me giving out a free roster of you for uh, for merch modeling, which still hasn't happened. Let me say that. There you go. <clears throat> but that's MJ. obviously you're gonna you know you're gonna get the eyeballs in there because you got the blonde woman with the, mm -hmm. the breasts and the whole thing. You know. Yeah. Um, much better to look at than uh, than Scott. You know, on a thumbnail. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Scott's a gorgeous human being. He's a gorgeous human being. <laughs> yeah, so yep. is so is Shane. We we are quite the we are quite the motley crew. Was, yeah, Shane's hot. Shane's hot. <laughs> yeah, he is. Oh man, so I haven't even looked at the looked at the comments here. Uh we have yeah, 42 people still still in here joining. I, I really appreciate you. Uh yeah, yeah. You you participating in this in this first rendition of Dynasty Creator. Yeah. Like I said, I knew it wasn't gonna be your four hundred er, but man, you know, it's that's I, I don't it's the same principle that you're not wanting to do with the fantasy footballers do. You you're trying to cast a wide net, not I mean yeah. sorry, a deep, not necessarily wide, right? Where these are people that are specifically interested in your this is something you're you're passionate about, right? This is it's yeah. on brand a little bit for Dynasty Trades of Five, but it's a little bit off and you know, you're you guys, you don't even realize what you're doing right now. What you, Scott and Shane are doing is you're inspiring someone else to be do podcasts. Hey, I want to do what they do. A whole bunch of copycats are going to show up. And by the way, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's a yeah. good thing. You know, we imitate though, uh, those who like when you first saw when I first started in podcast, I just sounded like the guys that I liked. Right. <laughs> yeah, I yeah sure, doing, sure. I was doing bad impressions of them, just like in like traditional radio back in the 90s how many people popped up and sounded like howard stern right it was yeah, just, yeah 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 they were doing whatever bad was working yeah bad impression well they were just doing bad impressions because that's what they liked and howard used to say to them like oh these imitators no they're just doing what they like and it sounds like him so you're gonna see very soon three guys sitting across doing trades it might be called like <laughs> dynasty trades in like eight 
or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and we are gonna have to. We're gonna start doing uh, another five minute trade show because I used to keep it to five minutes and fifty nine seconds at the very the very longest, and I would I would cut it right there. But yep. so we are bringing that back. But but yeah, this was cool. I guess last uh, question and and advice from you. So this was meant to be kind of a, an initial high level look and and talk about it. Ultimately, I'd like to get to where it's a it's a show. Maybe it's only 30 minutes, but it's just focusing on short form. And then it's like, OK, let's look at descriptions and titles and, you know, where you put your affiliate links and stuff like that. Do you think it should be segmented like that, like nice and tight, maybe 15, 20 minute, like quick streams or so, so uh, long form? I think you got to go all over the place, right? I think you got to yeah, let the long. audience, let the audience tell you, right. but there'll also be people like, so if, if you do this, um, if we do this video stream to say it was like an hour long, right. And you didn't use as much visual. We were describing it as we were talking to a podcast audience and then you put it in a podcast feed, right? So there's going to be people yeah. that like to do hour long. So going to be people that just want to sit for 20 minutes. So I think you got to, like you said, make that, let the audience decide, but just because maybe a video gets 300 views, Listen, that's the, and they they keep coming back. They love it. Yeah. If, um, you know, you know, uh, Nick Ercolano, right? You know uh, what he does over Big Dog. Uh, they ha they create Nick uh, created a, a a content creation channel. I mean, his his fantasy football channel, you know, tens of thousands of views. I think he's got a hundred thousand subscribers. But then he created something just for content. And he gets like hundred and fifty views, two hundred yeah. views on his channel uh, of this thing, but it's the same 250 and I'm among those people that goes back and watches yeah. the hour long and it's a video. And then I listen on a podcast. I never watch the the small clips, but other people tell me they just watch the small clips. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is interesting. And and I guess what's nice is we we've done so much experimentation. So, so we kind of, we kind of know what works and what does work, even if you might see a, a video saying, Oh yeah, make your YouTube videos between 11 and 14 minutes for, for this. all your success. It can be all over the place. I personally do like to have it in like the 16 to 22 ish for like That's a, it. for like a Shane and Scott, like manic and chill. Um, and then our live streams though do, do quite well, even though 35% of people make it through. Yeah, but I, that's there are two different shows. One is meant right. to engage audience and have interaction. And, you know, people are coming in and out of that. And the other one, like you said, right, when you make those like eight minute, 11 minute things, like if there's a piece of your live stream where to say you ask Scott a smart question and he's like he's like hooks on to what you're saying and him and Shane have a back and forth. And then it leads into this this conversation about like. How should we really construct our roster in a best mm -hmm. ball? Or I'm just making mm -hmm. that up. Or, you know, that whole Bryce Young video that you guys did, right? Or it's it just, yeah, they, they kind of lead into these things that organically are meant for eight, 12 minute videos. Yeah. And, and the, I think one of the best moves we, we did, if we're going to pat ourselves on the back, but the last super stream that we did on our two year anniversary, we had Ray G on. Who were uh, who were partnered with from Destination Debbie? Yeah. Go check out destinationdebbie.com. Check out those tools. No, but uh, yeah, he came on and it was a just a look, a state of the union on the twenty four class. And I took that section from the from the stream, gave it to my editor, and we went back and forth a few times. And it turned out to be an awesome video. And obviously, YouTube likes the twenty twenty four. Everybody wants to see twenty twenty four picks. So that video crushed and it got us our second most uh, subscribers from a single video in the history of our channel. 
number yep. one was was a Bijan video where it's the title and the video delivered, but it said don't draft Bijan. We were talking about how teams have no business taking Bijan Robinson if it's a bunch of trash cans. You're just gonna right. waste them. So which but which by the way, I I think I remember hearing that video. And it's funny because I did it, I did a video, draft Bijan. It's like you know, you can <laughs> any yeah, side yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah. You you know, you it's you can hear any side of any argument on here, which is which is fantastic, man. But hey, before we I, I do wanna say something to you here. Uh, I um I think you got you, obviously you know I'm a fan. You guys do a great job, but I really appreciate all the details and the nuances that you put into this clay. And anyone that that wants to get this clay's channel, the Dynasty Trades of Five, and the graphics and the and the and, and just all the little things. That's what I mean. It, it, don't think like you have to get there. Clay has perfected this, or he's perfecting this on his journey right here. So yeah, I just think that people are paying attention to what you're doing, Clay, because you're you're putting so much attention to the detail. And I want you to know all those nuances as a fan, as a fellow creator, someone's doing this stuff. I, I thank you, man. You're a big part of my week, all three of you guys. And, and I love what you're doing. I appreciate that, man. No, that's, that's awesome. It's, it's a lot of fun. And, that, and that's, what's going to be fun about this show and just dynasty trades and five as a whole is we're just all growing together. You know, we're, we're just, we're all learning every single day, just on a, on a different, on a different level, yeah. I suppose. But yeah, I, I hope people go into the comments and, and are like, Oh, you're, you're totally wrong on whatever you said here. <laughs> I hope that's the case. Cause you know, honestly, you can find a lot of different answers for a lot of different things about yeah. the YouTube algorithm. Just make sweet videos and, and, uh, engage with the people if they talk to you in the comments. Yeah, you want to hear a couple of the these a couple of the the subjects, and we'll we'll hit them on yeah, another yeah. time or when you come back over to my show again. And by the way, yeah, you were you were really I know you thought you got nervous on the radio. You said you oh did, I did. But yeah, you were, you were awesome. You were, the producers loved you too, man. You, this the first time you came on, and even during the draft. I, when I used to go on the radio for first, I used to get nervous too. It doesn't feel like now you're on your home base. It's, you have your graphics. You're cool. But yeah, it, yeah. it is a little like humana, humana, humana when you get onto the. <laughs> it is because you're on serious satellite radio too. There's a lot of people you know? listening. Yeah, no, it's yes. totally. I, I'm with you. And you want to do good, right? When you're on someone else's show, you want to perform and, you know, yeah. fit in, fit in, you know. You did great. You did fantastic. Uh, you. So here are some of the topics. Optimal length we talked about. Editing versus live ratio. I want to hit that. At one yeah. point, yep. Um, what else I have here? Timestamps. How Oof. important? I get. The, I we need them. Don't don't use them. We don't have them yet. I mean, that has been on my on my back burner for God knows how long. But there's only so much time left in the day. Yeah. So this is how I'll give you the one timestamp thing. Which again, this is the advantage of having 15 creators creating. I made it mandatory. You want to be on YouTube? You have to send me your timestamps. I say a minimum on an hour video, minimum of six. But you know, if you want to do have more pieces of flair, that's fine too. You know, if you want to, it's, it's funny. It's funny with with timestamps. They would be they would be more valuable. But I've I've thought about timestamps for a long, long time, and there are some there are some potential pitfalls with people just scrolling and they're trying to find like a certain section. Like if we were to section off our live stream, like here's a trade with Mark Andrews and Trey McBride and people would just go section to section and they're not watching as much of the video and YouTube's not going to push it out as much. 
with that being said, I need to get that out of my head because our videos, our videos are capped in terms of the amount of views anyway. Like our live streams and all, they'll like peak and kind of live eight to 12,000. Like it's never going to get, we're never going to have a video that's going to get 150,000 views with our yeah. content. Well, so I just never say never. People never say never, but I just need to make people's experience, especially our own subscribers who want the timestamps. I need to make it a better experience for them. And, the uh, number yeah. one negative comment, other than calling me a, a, a bald asshole on uh, <laughs> on, on our comment, uh, is uh, is usually uh, sorry. I don't know if it demonetizes you there. Sorry, Clay, but it's after nine. It's after ten p.m. It's after ten p.m. Uh, yeah, the, is where are the timestamps? Like seconds after the video, where are the timestamps? Where are the timestamps? You know, like the timestamps mafia is a real thing, and <laughs> I do. I again, all the things you said about that it might. Um, pull back like your watch time, your retention time. I think it makes the viewer experience better. I truly yes. believe that because I know when I'm okay, let's just, if I'm watching how to use a new camera I bought and it's a 17 minute video, I want to go right to the part that I want to go to. If, if you're Right. If you're doing a trade with more, there's a lot of Mark Andrews trades right now, right? If you marked a trade on a timestamp, Mark Andrews trade, and I don't even know who it's for. I would click on it. I would skip to that. Yeah. And I would be like, oh, okay, this is what he's getting traded for in the open market. You know, I, I think ultimately our our supporters, our listeners would listen to the whole thing, but lots probably go back into it. And I, and I look at the data and people do go back into it and they're probably looking for a very specific section. So it, I'm not going to affect my analytics and hurt my channel in any way. It, it literally is just a time thing at this point, like all the things to do, like how do you triage your time? So pick and choose. Whole... Well, you're doing something right. Again, this is not, you know, timestamps aren't for I was just, I know that's a like a, a pain in the neck thing that does it make enough yeah. difference for you to invest another. I mean, if to do it right, you have to rewatch the video. But what you can do is just skip every five minutes. Okay, what am I talking about? Stamp. Okay, skip another eight <laughs> minutes. Okay, stamp. And this way that calms this the timestamp mafia down. Yeah, yeah. Look at this terrible lighting. Good call. I don't know exactly what he's talking about here. In the beginning but... of our conversation. Oh, oh, oh. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess I guess that's it. I mean, we yeah. could go. Uh, yeah, we for could another go for time. A while. I, I have for... fifteen things on here, but again, for I wrote how many? What are you doing? Manual clips versus using AI right now? I mean, you don't have to answer that. No AI. Can... Yeah. You know, I, you, I'm sure you can... I could make things a lot easier if I got an AI guy or girl. Yeah. Um. Do you have you messed around with Opus at all? You know, Opus. are you aware of yes. Opus? Yes, yeah. I am. I I didn't find that it. It's not I great. Didn't find that it grabbed great stuff. It did. It did point me. It did point me in the direction of a spot on the video mm -hmm. where there was something, but I don't need that just because I listened to the whole thing anyway. Yeah. It gives you B plus. It, so uh, to, for those, again, this will be the last. Because I, I could talk about this stuff wherever we are. You know what I'm saying? I, I love it. And I don't want to bore the audience. But uh, Opus is an AI tool where you, it's it's a great tool. You paste the YouTube link of an hour long video and it cuts 15 clips to you. Three of them are B plus clips. Let's face it, right? Yep. Um, but what you can do with your three of your 20 clips that it cuts and it grades them for you, puts captions on it, all that stuff, is you can, just like a, a chef in a restaurant, I've used that reference before, is the, the guys on the side, they make the steak and the chef just throws like the garnish on it. You still yeah. need to put that opus AI cut clip into an editor and still trim off the sides, add yeah. a picture, this, yeah. that. So it it's not a task replace, it's not a, uh, a job replacer, it's a task 
shortener. It shortens yeah. your task. But yeah. overall, like I said, no one's going to do it. Like, you know, like the chef who makes the steak and that stuff. Shane is afraid of artificial intelligence. So if I start using that, like, I don't, I don't want him to leave the channel. He's like fearful of, of robots and stuff. I mean, come on. He's fearful of Scott. You got, you got to think <laughs> Scott is, I'm convinced Scott is AI, by the way. He is. Scott is AI. Yeah. 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 He, he has just scraped the internet with that brain. No, but Shane shouldn't be afraid of AI. I mean, come on, listen, you have to always ask, why are they, why, why is the government making us afraid of AI? They're making us afraid of AI to distract us from something else, right? AI can't famous last words, right? So, can't ruin. So distracting us from something else that we should be more afraid about than AI. Yeah. Like right now they're, they're, <laughs> they're pushing out that, uh, AI is a threat to the banking system, right? It has nothing to do that with government destroyed and inflated our money over the last five nothing. Or eight years. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's AI. Yeah, it's AI. <laughs> right. So when <laughs> so if they unleash a, a virus, they've never done anything like that before. Unleash a virus and then it destroys the banking system, and then they can blame it on AI. Not that they overinflated money because the government would never partake in anything that you know, released a, a mass virus to the world. That's never. Oh yeah. Before. Oh yeah. Never, never. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Man. Demonetized. Right. <laughs> well, we will say we've done worse. We will say bye to the, uh, to the few that are, are still in here. Not few 36 folks still in here. Thank you for joining. And, uh, hope the people who watch this on replay, get some value here. We'll, uh, we'll definitely do it again. Alan, appreciate you, man. This was a good time. I'm going to end this stream later.